Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you. And joining me for an interview today is Chief Center Austin Ryder. Now, Ryder was selected by the Redskins in the seventh round of the 2015 NFL Draft out of South Florida. After two seasons with the Redskins, Ryder had a brief stint with the Browns before being claimed off of waivers by the Chiefs in September of 2018. So, Austin, thanks for joining me. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. Appreciate you having me on. All right, Austin, let's talk a little bit about your college career coming into the NFL. Seventh round pick. You went from being on the active practice squad to being claimed off waivers and now a Super Bowl champion as a member of the Chiefs. So, can you summarize your amazing journey to the top of the NFL ranks? Oh, man. Hard to put one word on it. Uh, what, what a ride it's been so far. You know, kind of the highs and the lows. Obviously, the Super Bowl is the high. Uh, Cleveland 2016, 2017, 1 and 15, 0-16. So, I mean, I've, I've just been so fortunate to be able to see uh, such highs and such lows. It, it really makes you uh, put everything uh, into, into perspective, so to say. Um, just what a ride. Now, Austin, how did you manage to keep faith and perseverance through all the ups and downs of your NFL career, including an ACL tear in your first start for the Browns in October of 2016? Uh, just keep working. Um, it, it's really been just kind of like what I believe and how I go about it. Uh, since college, you know, um, didn't have that, that great of a career as far as uh wins and losses goes so played in a lot of losing football games and i've just learned that no matter what the score is i got to go out there and try my hardest and uh just putting all that work in has really uh, helped me you appeared in 11 games for the chiefs in 2018 including four starts at center and then went on to get a two-year extension on December 6th of 2018. So how did the Chiefs' early commitment to you 
pave the way to your continued success as their starting center? Uh, it, it put faith uh, in me, you know. Um, that off season going into this season, um, you know, I, I, I went and I kept pushing as hard as I could in a, in a smart way to uh, be the best player that I could and be in the best shape. Andy Reid runs a hell of a training camp. Um, I mean, it's it's tough. We start the first day with uh, 15 half casters. It's not really uh, done too much in the NFL, but going into that season in 2018 when I got there, um, for them to extend me was just uh, it was awesome knowing that uh, I was going to compete for the job. I don't think the extension meant that I was uh, guaranteed the starting spot by any means, but it was definitely a, a show of good faith that I was going to be the, the guy um, if I could get the job done. Well, you certainly rewarded them this year, talking about the 2019 season. According to Pro Football Focus, you just allowed two sacks, which was tied for 10th in the NFL, and were a big part of that high-powered Chiefs offense. Now, Austin, the Chiefs got off to a 4-0 mark and then fell to 6-4 and and were without Patrick Mahomes for a couple of weeks. How did you manage to weather the storm as a team and stay together? Oh, man. I just, I'm thinking back on it already and it was, it was just so much fun. Um, we break the season up into like four quarters and, you know, we went four and oh in that start. And then, like you said there, we, we had a little, a little slump there in the middle and, uh, you know, just, that's just kind of been this whole team and been Andy Reed. And, um, I think all the success we have is just the belief around the team and the kind of culture we have that we're going to go out there and, and win. And, uh, we're not going to, we're not going to stop until it says zero on the clock. I know at the the Super Bowl there, I was telling guys, you know, even when we were taking knees, um, guys were celebrating. I'm like, we just need need one more knee, and then we can really celebrate. But uh, yeah, I kind of hit that that slump there in the middle um, with Indy. It's been uh, it's been crazy that slump, but I, I think the uh, culture is the part that uh, kept our team going. Well, that culture did stay strong. You went on to win the final six games of the season, finished as the AFC West champions and the number two seed with a 12-4 and record. Talk about the importance of securing home field advantage and how Chiefs' kingdom fueled the team throughout the postseason. Arrowhead's awesome. I mean, I, I've played in a lot of places, and uh, by far, Arrowhead's my, my favorite place to play. And I think our fans really make the difference. It's a, it's a very hostile place to play. Um, I know the places that we go to that we have to use silent count, and it's it's tough. I mean, it, home, and, home and away is definitely a, an advantage. Um, and our, our fans, they, they really make it a, a problem for teams to come in and execute at a high level on offense. You, you, you have to use silent count, and uh, – you know, that requires all 11 players basically being in sync through a physical cue that they're, you know, I would say most of them are looking out of their corner of the eye trying to see. So uh, it, it's definitely tough. Now, let's talk about the Super Bowl week, Austin. I mean, explain what your emotions were like during that week, all the festivities that went along with it. <laughs> So the first week we treated like a, like a normal week. And then going into that second week, when we got down there to Miami, um, the first taste of how crazy and fun it was going to be was uh, we get, 
we get the plane landed and uh, we stop. And, you know, usually when we, we pull into like one of these FBOs, we, uh, we stop and then they bring the, uh, the cars with the, the steps on them. And when they stopped us, they're like, hey, like, wait a minute, they're going to pull us in. And we don't ever get like pulled into a hangar or anything, but this time we do. And there's like a band playing or like a DJ there with like all this music. It sounded like a band from inside the the plane, but there's like a hundred reporters there. Um, just, just crazy from the start when we first got there and uh, them shutting down, you know, miles of highway in Miami at five o'clock for us to drive through. And, you know, I've picked up tickets and stuff before at Super Bowl locations the last couple of years. And, it's always been pretty crazy to, but to be a part of that and, you know, be on the bus and be at the hotel with all the credentials. I know the security, even the guys on our floor. I mean, it's like day five and I forget my pass and the guys like right outside my door, like you had to have the pass on. And I'm like, you've seen me eight times. And that's just how, uh, that's just how strict they were. Um, you know, I think they said they had like the NFL had just security. We're not talking like law enforcement or anything just like hired security. Uh, I think there was like 70 people that were working just our hotel. Um, I remember looking out and I'm like, it's, it, that's a, it's a kind of boring job. If I got to walk around for 12 hours, my back would be killing me if I had to stand for 12 hours straight and kind of walk in a circle. You know, they had the golf course lined with people. I felt kind of bad. I'd wait, I'd go to bed, look out the curtains, see the same guy and wake up. He's still out there standing Dang. Now, Austin, I know that they had the big old events that were broadcasted on Fox during the week where y'all would go as a team up on the stage and all dressed in the same uh, white track suits and all the media there and fielding questions and all that stuff, man. I mean, when you're there in the moment, considering everything that you overcome, how special was that? Oh, uh, that was that was one of the highlights. Um the pants on the outfit, by the way, were, were terrible. Everybody was like, everybody's like scratching the inseams like of their of their legs. We're like, what is wrong with these things? For whatever reason, they were itchier than hell. And, but uh, going 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 to the event, though, I mean, when they when they let us out there, I didn't I didn't know we like walk out on a ramp or anything. I just kind of thought we enter the the floor, but they had us out there. Um, what a cool experience. All the people in there with, uh, cameras and everything were standing up on there. I think my parents said they, uh, they saw us like on TV. Um, but just, I think the next hour was just nonstop talk from, uh, reporters. I know I did something with like the Latin, um, but to overcome all that stuff, you know, Owen 16 has just been, it's been awesome. You know, I've, I've, uh, I've seen how you got to persevere through, you know, losing every game. And so you still got to go out there and play to win in a Super Bowl. And, uh, God, the, it's just been, been awesome. Let's talk about the game itself, which was a phenomenal game back and forth. The Niners, the Chiefs. Now, the Niners, we know the type of defensive front that they have with Buckner and Armstead and they got Quan Alexander back from injury and Nick Bosa so how difficult and and what were some of the challenges that they presented to y'all during the game we knew going into the week you know this was definitely the most talented D-line that we'd probably faced all year Um, but 
even every team, I would say, though, we treat the same. You know, we have a game plan. Um, we try to execute it the best we can. And uh, with these guys, you know, they're really long. You know, Buckner's, I think, 6'6", six, six, or maybe even taller than that. But they had tall, long guys. Penetrators want to get upfield. Um, and I thought we had a really good game plan with uh, kind of how to how to beat them, you know. Um, but that uh, those they definitely have all the all the names you said. I know the linebackers are flying around out there, um, but I thought we did a, a really good job of just kind of sticking to our game plan and uh, committing um, to finding a way. You know, I know we got down there ten points, um, but we still uh, still ended up. I think even in all the three other preseason games, we were down, um, but we kind of, I guess we just baited them into thinking they were going to win. Yeah, that was my next point. You overcame a 10-point deficit in the fourth quarter to win the franchise's first Super Bowl since 1970. Talk a little bit about what went into that comeback in the fourth quarter. Um, I know, uh, like, so the the – the 17, when we went from 10 to 17, that touchdown, um, we went out there and we were kind of in what we call like a safe mode. And it's basically two-minute drill before inside of two minutes. And uh, that's where you saw us going no huddle. And, uh, you know, Pat just got the ball out where he needed to in time. Knew, uh, knew if, if we could do that, then we could make our way down the field. Um, scored there. And then uh, – you know, I think we just started uh, getting in a rhythm. And I think using that no cadence, uh, just hurrying up, getting on the ball, I think that uh, that presented a pretty big problem for them. Um, they couldn't they couldn't rotate guys. It's, it's hard for defenses when you go into these two-minute modes and you just keep getting set and you're not running anybody on and off the field. They can't, uh, they can't change personnel on defense, and it's hard for them to change up plays. So they kind of got to stick to something basic. And if you're in the – the right formations, you know, three by one or two by two, you can kind of easily read what they're trying to do on defense. And when you have a guy like Pat that knows what the defense is, he's going to, he's going to dial up the, the right pass to the route he wants. Now give a little bit more insight about what it's like being the center for Patrick Mahomes. We saw how special he is this year, coming back from injury, making plays in and outside of the pocket now, what a lot of people obviously do not know is the type of teammate he is in the locker room during game weeks. How has he been able to earn the respect of the team and the organization? I think just by the, the way he carries himself throughout the facility. Um, you know, when we have our protection meetings, he, he knows what's going on. And uh, I, th I think, you know, he's one of the first guys at the facility. And I think it's a, a respect thing. Um, I know everybody respects him because, you know, he performs very well on the field, but he also works really hard, and uh, he's pretty humble about it. And um, I, I don't know how you can go wrong with a, a combination like that and the talent he's just got on his arm. I mean, he makes these scrambling throws. You, you look at Houston when he's just like – it's like a shovel pass almost to Kelsey on a couple of those uh, rollout protections that we had. And, you know, it's just like how does someone just – he just, I mean, he threads the needle on these things, and it's uh, it's been awesome to watch. Um, as a center playing with them, you know, it's it's also really good because he he sees things. Um, he he puts us in the best uh, best situation possible a lot of times, and uh, that that makes it easy on me. We're always usually on the same page, 
Um, he hears what I what I call, and you know he he's always uh, in tune to what the protection is. And um, when when the quarterback knows what the protection, how the protections work, they know where their hots are, um, and it helps them defeat a defense easier. And I think that's uh, something he's really good at. Now, another crazy stat, the Chiefs are the first team to win the Super Bowl after trailing by 10 or more points in every game in a single postseason while giving Andy Reid his first Super Bowl. And I do want to ask you about Andy Reid because we all hear about how great of a coach he is, but how he's an even better person. Can you share what makes him special? <laughs> oh, man. Coach Reid's awesome. Uh, just player's coach. You know, he's, he's just very down to earth keeps it real um his uh his offensive meetings when he installs plays it's it's hilarious uh he's just a genuine guy and uh he's committed to working hard i think uh guys know that we're one of the hardest working teams out there and uh that's just the mentality he brings to that um coach reads he's just he's a great leader um love the uh the night before I, I think they should probably do like a 30 for 30 one day on uh his meetings like the night before a game when when he installs like the first 15 plays i think uh i wish someone could film that i wish we could one day but who knows that you guys would i, I feel like people would understand more on uh, why everyone loves him for uh just kind of being in a meeting and seeing how he how he installs plays and everything is, is funny but uh you know, he always loves his offensive line, which is nice. Um, we get him the kolaches on, on Friday. It's like <laughs> oh, one of those. It's like the pastry. Yeah. I didn't know what it was until I got to, to Kansas City. But he's got he, – he gets his kolaches on Friday. Uh, love a guy who loves food. I also want to ask you this, and as we close out the interview, I saw that that Super Bowl parade looked pretty intense. It was cold. Y'all were having a good time on the floats. How did you enjoy that moment? Oh, that was that was a great time. Um, I think, uh, the first mile, I would say, uh, we were on the bus and I remember Wiz is like, Hey, we got to get off and like start walking in the crowd. And, uh, that was, that was the end of it. I don't think I got back on the bus, the energy from everybody that was there. It was, it was just so much fun. Um, a lot of drinks being passed around, a lot of high fives into the crowd, uh, confetti everywhere i mean they had like the fire trucks out there like holding banners or over the over the street we were going down um buildings just packed full of people if you like look to your right and like saw a building and you would see like every glass window in it just like four or five people standing in it parking garages like every floor um it was it was really something special i know when we got to union station we had like a stage set up and it, it was just a sea of red on what looked like green grass after they left. But uh, I, th I think they said it was like close to a million people and just the support from the fans. I mean, that just shows you playing at Arrowhead something different. Now, Austin, since the Super Bowl victory and the glorious feeling, it seems like you've got some repairs done to your body to get yourself back to full health. How have you been enjoying the offseason up to this point? It's been nice. I will say the uh, really the the only negative of winning a Super Bowl is your your uh, off seasons now a month shorter. Um, I've I've been I've been enjoying, enjoying it. I got back here in uh, Florida, been uh, seeing a bunch of friends, seeing some family. Um, I'm just trying to 
make it last as long as I can before we got to head back and start pack up OTAs, which seems too soon. I got you, bro. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to join me for an interview, man. And congratulations again on such a great achievement, winning the Super Bowl. And do you have a message to Chiefs Kingdom about getting back out on the field in 2020 and perhaps repeating? (laughs) Yeah, we're going to need everybody there loud. I love it. I love the energy uh, that Chiefs Kingdom brings, and we really appreciate it. All right, Austin. Well, blessings to you, brother. Thanks again for your time. Yeah, thank you, man. See ya. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Grainger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Grainger. For the ones who get it done.